<laughs> Yo, calm down, calm down. Beer today, beer tomorrow. We're back at it. Pete Always. And Pete on the ones and twos. How you doing, Pete? We're back at it. How you feeling? Not bad. I'm a few uh, gin and tonics deep, uh, plus some homebrew yes. up in the house some, in the hizzy. Some very tasty homebrew, I might thank add. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was my uh, American wheat ale that I brewed with some uh, Y.E.T. hops, which uh, you guys can get for a very expensive-ass price. Nah, that's how they do. But, 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 but here we are. And uh, we're bringing you another episode. And, uh, and I'm excited about today's episode. Uh, and, and today we're going to be talking about uh, the craft beer industry as a whole, right? We're All gonna, right. Where, where are we at with the craft beer industry? What are the latest trends? Where are we going? And, you know, what does the future hold for such an industry? Pete, what are your thoughts right now? Honestly, I mean, um, I think th- there's, there's a lot going on in the industry. There's a lot of great beers coming out. Uh, there's a lot of styles that have been killing it for a while, like such as New England IPAs that um, I personally feel like have been hated on by a lot of people that are not from the Northeast because they don't understand really what it is. And I think they're just they, they, they're hating on, on the newness of it, which it really isn't that new when you really think about it. I mean, it's been around for a long time. Uh, if you really want to bring it back, uh, Hetty Topper was probably the, the grandfather or the godfather of the yeah. style, right? Yes. And they, they brewed that in 2011. And that started a whole wave in the Northeast that has been going for so long. And it's just been evolving and it's been getting so much better. And everybody out here has been brewing some great New England IPAs. But it seems that a lot of people not from the Northeast or even the East Coast alone just don't believe the hype. Right. And, and they just don't understand it. And they think it's a fad and they think it's going to just come and go. But motherfucker, it's been around for eight years now. Like this is not going right. away. So, you know, you know, what I would say to that. I mean, I'll preface it with being like, look, you drink what you like. You don't like a New England IPA. I respect that. But you cannot deny the impact New England IPAs have had in the craft beer scene. Right. I don't know anybody here in New York that hasn't had at least one New England IPA that they were fucking crazy about. And it's not just specific to New York, the New England IPAs. They're just in that, you know, East Coast region. Right. Everyone I know has had a good beer that's been a New England IPA. Right. These guys have been making some great beer. You know, whether you want to talk about locally, if you want to talk, I mean, we're from New York, obviously. You know, so you want to talk about other half. All day, baby, all day. Other half, Finback, you know. Everybody out here has been making great beers. And everybody. Then, and then you want everybody. to go. You know, I, I've been to Boston twice recently. Um, I've hit up Treehouse multiple times. Sure. Fucking Julius and, you know, whatever like they make. Vermont? Everybody, everybody I mean, come on. Right, Vermont. And, you know, just keep going up to Maine. And, you know, these guys are, are making some amazing beers. And it, it's, you know, they're, they're so different from your typical IPA that's just bitterness full. And, and, and there's just so much flavor and so much aroma. And there's so much more character to this style nowadays that I feel like people just are shitting on. And I don't know why, like, listen, I, I, I love listening to podcasts, you know, and beer Smith is, is great. You know, yep. they put out some great stuff, but even when I listen to, to his podcast, he, he sent me shits on the style. Yeah, like it's a fad, like it's something that's just going to come and go. And it's like, yeah. That's not happening, bro. Like, you got to realize, like, this is it. This is out there, and this is popular, and it's not going anywhere. This should be around for a long time, and you need to fucking deal with it. Right. And Uh, speaking of podcasts, I mean, Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on iTunes and Podbean. But, you know, shameless plug. But you do make a great point. Like, people are shitting on the style, and this style, even to this day, you know, it's, it's a significant you know, amount of the revenue that brewers are making. Right. And it's okay if you don't like it, but you can't deny it. This style was a phenomenon. For craft beer, New England IPAs was a fucking phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, think about to the days where people were lining up down the block at other half, like 
literally around the corner around just the, like, waiting and camp, waiting camping out fucking you know the night before to get coming some, in at yeah. midnight and just chilling out outside waiting for the shit to open up which is a whole other discussion about whether or not you should be doing that i mean there's no need to be doing that these days because the beer the quality of the beer is so good and has been for so many years you don't need right. to do that but the point is people did it and they did it a lot for right. new england ipas and how many people from the other side of the fucking country were asking people from from over here to send Crazy. other half over. Crazy. Why? Because it was something different. It was something new, but it was a great style that was being brewed. And look, I love. Don't get me wrong. I love so many stuff. I love pilsners. I love pilsners. And I think in the craft beer community, there's not enough good pilsners. Right. There just isn't. And there's so many other styles you can appreciate, and there's so many other styles that are so good. But but think about it. Like pilsners, using that example. How long has Pilsner's been around? You right. know what I mean? Oh, like, my God. This, this is Forever. like a staple in beer history. Right. New England IPAs is relatively new. But this is something different. This is something with, with a, a lot more character, like I mentioned earlier. There's so much more that goes into it. If you want to look at the ingredients, of the, just just the grain bill alone, it, it, you know, you're looking at probably four, five, six, seven possibly different grains that are going into that beer right. to make it what it is. And, right. And, you know, that, that's obviously part of it. And then you're looking at the hops. You're looking at, you know, some of the best hops in the world that are coming. You, you're bringing shit up from Australia, from, you know, every, every part of the country that you can think of right. to make these phenomenal beers. And, and they're, they're just full of everything. You know, there's some beers that, are, that have some great flavors. Some have some great aroma. And, and this has everything, you know. I mean, you're also looking at a beer that's not going to be smacking you in the face with the bitterness, which... To some of us, like I appreciate that. Like, I, I, listen, I, I love the old school West Coast IPA that's going to be packed with hops in the beginning and going to just fucking punch you right in the mouth, and you're going to just sit there and enjoy, it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it's an yeah. abusive relationship, but right. whatever it hey, is, what it is. Sometimes those work out. I've been in those before. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, but you yeah, know, like, you know? but we're looking at New England's. You're looking at a little bit. You're getting some bitterness in there. You're getting some of that aroma. You're getting some of that hop flavor. You're getting, you're getting everything some in there, I right? Mean, and you're dry hopping the shit out of these beers, and, and there's look, all these characteristics that are just overpowering, but they're so fucking good. And you know what? Maybe it's an unpopular opinion. I don't give a fuck. But that a New England IPA is the gateway for the non-craft beer drinker yeah. to get into craft beer. And I know there's people that are just like, oh, I hate IPAs, and I get that. I, I mean, you know, I get it from the perspective of flavor and taste. I just don't get it from the perspective of, of if you're into beer. Well, I think, but, I mean, right. New, England, New England IPAs, that's the beer that gets people into fucking craft beer. Like, I think the original straight-up IPA and the West Coast IPA scared a lot of people away from the style. Because of that, because a lot of people think it's too bitter. They're not used to that. They're used to their Bud Light or their, even their Heinekens or, you know, Coronas or Stella's or whatever the fuck they're drinking. You know, they're not used to that, that bite. And, right. and it was a little too overpowering for people and, and they ran away from the style. And now when I try to tell people about New England style, they're like, oh, but I don't like IPAs. It's like, no, motherfucker. You never had a New England style IPA. You don't know what that tastes like. You don't know what you're in for it's a whole new it's a party in your fucking mouth right and when everybody's you drink invited. one of those beers yeah exactly right. so so let, let, let's take a little bit of a step back mm -hmm. right and, and let, let's look at some 2018 data right all right so independent brewers collectively produce 25.9 million barrels uh, and realized 4% total growth increasing craft beers overall beer market share by volume to 13.2 percent right wow. respect that's crazy retail dollar value was estimated at 27.6 billion representing 24.1 percent market share and seven percent growth over 2017 growth for small and independent brewers occurred in an overall down beer market which dropped one percent by volume in 2018 the 50 fastest growing breweries delivered 10 percent of craft beer growth craft brewers produced more than 150,000 150,000 jobs, an increase of 11% over 2017, and there were 7,346 craft breweries operating in 2018, including 4,521 microbreweries, 2,594 brew pubs, and 231 regional craft breweries. Throughout the year, there was 1,049 new brewery openings and 219 closings, a rate of 3%. Now, that rate of closings was pretty high, but all that said- Still not bad. It's an, it, there's a lot of room for growth in the craft beer market. And I guess today's show, we're, we're, we're kind of 
kind of exploring and probing, you know, where, where craft beer is at now and where does it go? What are the trends? What are the styles? What's really going to kind of like attract people to the world of craft beer? Because you can't deny craft beer's presence and, and the amazing impact craft right. beer has had in the beer scene. I mean, A, A B, and V, they're fucking shaking in the little space boots because of how big craft beer is. With that said, not every craft brewery is equal. Not every craft brewery is as good as the other. And, you know, there's room for styles and interpretation of styles. So my question to you, Pete, and to our, to our listeners is, you know, people go off, some of these brewers go off on some wacky trends. But wacky trends, in a way, I hate to put it this way, but that's what got people into craft beer. Because right. when you think about it, a flavor in your beer that's a wacky trend compared to what the right. norm was right and then you look at all these big breweries that that started kind of expanding the game for everybody you know sierra nevada started doing a lot uh dogfish head which we were, we were reading about in an article um a lot of these guys just started you know throwing random shit into beers and seeing what happens and they started coming up with all these great flavors and these great aromas and people started eating them up and that started expanding the industry and but nowadays, I feel like some people because it's going even further than than where it is, such as the New England IPA style, and you know people are are really shitting on on what's happening now. It's like motherfucker, this is what got us to this point. Like let us keep going, let us keep expanding, and let us see where this could go one day. Because you know, obviously, New England style is not going anywhere. I don't care what anybody says. It's not going nowhere. You know, no it's been eight way. years since Hetty Topper came out, which was the intro to the New England IPA, according to, you know, what a lot of people like to say. I mean, I'm not an expert, but, you know, that's what I read and what I drink. And, right. you know, it, 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 it's been around for so long that you can't expect this to just fade away. You know, and I mean, listen. It's you want to talk about you want to talk impossible. about brood IPA like how many fucking brood IPAs have you had? <sighs> I mean, countless. Well, I mean, I mean, it, but it, but it, it's nothing like what the New England style has fucking brought to the table. That shit's not going like brood IPA, which 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 I appreciate. I understand you know where they're coming from and what they're trying to do, but it's not something that you're finding at your local brewery. There's no brood IPAs at Finbag. There's no brood IPAs at fucking other half or well, anywhere. I mean, I, I, in terms of like commercially available, right. Right. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Like it's not, it, it's not widely available. But, but, but that, you know, we're, we're talking about something interesting, right? Like even if it's something now that was initially so beloved by the craft beer community and now certain aspects of the craft beer community may be shitting on it, what's interesting is you know, and I pose the question to, 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 to everyone. It's like, is it that bad if it is bringing attention to the craft beer community? Because a lot of people who don't know shit about craft beer, they know IPA. Right. Like, and I equate it to the whole like, and you're going to hate this, Pete, but like the whole wrestling thing, right? Oh, God. Here we yes, go. Yes. Here we go. Like, there's, there's people who don't know shit about wrestling, but they know who Hulk Hogan is. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know who the Hulk is. So is Hulk Hogan is. the IPA of wrestling? Hulk Hogan is, well... He's the IPA of craft beer. Like, like that's that's how I like that's how I attribute it. Like, it, it's so big what IPAs are that you don't know. Like, there's people that don't know shit about craft beer, but they know IPA. You know, right. and 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 that's the style that that's most intriguing to them because there's people, you know, because let's be honest, right? Like, we like sours, but yeah. for someone who drinks Bud Lights. You, what are you going to be like? Hey, let's have a sour right no, off the bat. No, hell no. Like, They'll fucking I mean, throw on. up in their mouth. Right. They'll probably taste the same. But yeah, I mean it's the same same flavor <laughs> spectrum. Shout out, you know. Shout out to Big, Big Alice. Alice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. Kyle, we love you. You had the Hulk Hogan mustache that one episode. We'll never forget. Nah, but our second episode ever, you know, that shit was wild. <laughs> um, but you know, sours have come a long, long way, and they're great. But that's not like. That's not something you get people interested in right away, right? Like stouts are amazing. No, like there's there's no intro to sour. It's no, you got you got to work your way in. You got to appreciate craft beer for what it is, and the way to appreciate craft. English, too many too many gin and tonics. FYI, lo siento. But if if you're really gonna get people into craft beer, I mean, 85 percent. You know, I would assume based on people I've talked to, things I've read. It's going to be IPAs, right? And I get if you don't like the bitterness, you know, 
And, but, but that's where the New England style comes into play. When you can introduce somebody to that beer, depending on who makes it and how it's made, obviously, you know, if, if, if they don't bring a lot of hops early on, it, it could be a very enjoyable, aromatic, flavorful beer that will fucking just crush your palate in so many ways that will bring out so much happiness in your life when you taste that beer. You know, or, right. or but if if you introduce them to IPAs by giving them a fucking green flash imperial IPA, they're gonna never want to drink an IPA again in their life. Which I used to really like. That, that was beer. one of my favorites of all time. I, I Spite and Dival, shout out to Spite and Dival. They obviously you know got great beers everywhere, but that was one of the IPAs that really made me fall in love with that style. Yes. That green flash. I mean, the second you cracked that open, yeah. The aroma that came out of that bottle was so amazing. Yeah. But then, you know, the more you drank it, it was just so full of bitterness and you know, now that we're talking about like like beers that really put us onto that style, like I, I can I mean, granted there were others, but one of the ones that stands out from back in the day was the uh single cut, the uh what was it called? The Bonbon double TNT. Oh, yes. Like I when I first had that from the bottle, that blew my mind. I was like, wow, like you know, like the flavor complexities, they're so dense, they're so rich. I can't, I mean, look, again, I don't want to be wishy-washy. Look, it's beer. You drink what you like. It doesn't matter what the fuck you like. You drink what you like. But you can't deny the impact New England IPAs have had. Right. There's, there's, you can't come with it's anything. Cha- it's changed the game so much, and I just feel that a lot of people who aren't in the Northeast, even in the East Coast alone, they don't appreciate the style. They look at it as just a fad that's going to come and go, and it'll disappear at some point, and then all these other styles are going to come back and, and reestablish themselves. But, but things change over time. They certainly know? do. Right? Like, you know, th- th- this, this has really opened up the game for all of us, and I feel like even me, like I'm a home brewer, and I, I try to brew – XXL, Pergino XX. Always. Check them out. I try to brew all, brewing all up different, some marvelous shit. Thank you. I try to brew all different types of styles, but obviously New England is one of my favorites, and that's the one I've brewed the most times. Brewed it five times already. Got a new one coming out. I think it's going to be solid, but you know, you're always making tweaks to it, and, and it's just, you know, there's so much that goes into it. You know, different, you know, like for me, the different temperatures of the mashing and different ingredients at different points, and what they're going to bring out, and, and it, it, there's a science to it. There's a science to every beer, obviously. Of course, but, of course. But most beers that people drink, especially commercially, are so basic where it's just you know a certain hop at this moment at a certain temperature, and you ride it out. Maybe you add a little something here and there, and then that's it. That's all it is. Like where New England's, you're, you, know, you could add it uh, first work before you even start boiling. You can add that. Or you can add it at the boil. You can add it halfway. You can add it at the end. And then you can whirlpool it at the end and let it sit for a while. And then you fucking dry hop the shit out of it to bring out all that aroma and, and just just make it such a, a pleasant beer. It, it, there's an adventure when you drink a New England IPA where when you're drinking regular beers, it's, it's just not the same, man. And, and I, you know what? You hit it on the head. When you're drinking craft beer, it should be an adventure every time in the glass. And there's so many great styles of 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 beer and can you please pass me the tonic yeah because i'm out of your uh, wheat ale homebrew which was very tasty Thanks, i drank sir. that shit really quick uh and it was very nice notes of apricot um and um some lime on the back end uh very tasty xxl pagino xx um but you know like beer should be an experience and listen i'm all for the people who are like pilsners you know, you need to go back to tradition. I fucking love Pilsners. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I, I get brewing a Pilsner is hard. Brewing a yeah. good Pilsner. And a lot of the Pilsners I've had from craft breweries have not lived up to the German and Czech Pilsners. They just haven't. Right. But to be fair, German and Czech you know, breweries have had hundreds of years on them. Right. But, you know, like, I mean, there's room for every style. Every style is 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 warranted and that's why i don't really get mad at these wacky trends you got like this fucking weird ass glitter beer 
I'm not mad at it. And this goes back to last episode, right? A girl wants to whip her titties out and, and have a beer in between her titties and they're all tasty and shit. Doesn't matter if they're veiny, whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that's fine. That's your expression of your art form and you can have comments on it one way or another, but that's how you're expressing yourself. And that's, that's what craft beer is. It's an expression of art forms. Right. And there's many different styles. There's many different tastes. There's many different variations. And for me personally, all are welcome. I want to try everything. I might hate on some shit. You know, I'm not right. going to lie to you and say I like something if I don't, but I want you to try it. I want, like, you got me some weird ass pastry stouts with fucking marshmallow, and you want to fucking throw in some whatever adjunct that you want to throw right. in and make it even wackier. Okay, I'll try it. There's nothing in the craft beer arena I won't try. And even if it falls flat on the face, it doesn't matter. It's about art form. It's about creation. Like th- This really goes back to the whole like artistic freedom. Right. And to me, craft beer is about this artistic movement, this artistic freedom, this expression of individuality. And I get some people say, okay, you know, you, you saturate with New England IPAs. It takes away some of that artistic expression. But everyone has their own take. And I understand that people should do – you should be pushed to do more things. But I feel like – in that Thrillist article we were talking about, where they're talking about pathological newness or pathological want for newness, I understand it, but at the same time, like, it's great. Push the boundaries. Come up with a lots of different... You want to fucking take Lucky Charms and brew some beer? I'm down, bro. I'll try that shit. Hell yeah. Like, I will try any fucking beer. There was a beer a few years back. Remember this shit? With vaginal yeast, it was Oh, brewed. my God, Remember? yeah. It didn't catch on. Oh, I can understand I, I, I why. I wonder why. I can understand why. <laughs> but you know what, though? I'll say this, though. I would have tried it. I would have fucking tried it. I would have tried it. I would have fucking tried it. Um, yeah. yeah. That's me That's me pouring some gin and tonic. Um, and, you know, listen. Beer today, beer tomorrow. We love beer. We love all kinds of beer styles. And... At the end of the day, it's important for craft beer to push the envelope. We don't want craft beer to try to like stick within certain parameters. That's not what craft beer is about. Craft beer is about providing flavorful, intensely flavorful experiences, right? And whether that's just beer alone or beer paired food, however it may be, you, we want craft beer breweries, microbreweries, like brew pubs, whatever it is, push the boundaries take risks and look i understand there's finances there's there's the there there's a lot at stake here and a lot of these things have to be very calculated but at the end of the day craft beer is about an expression of an art form there's a beauty behind art and there's a beauty behind the expression of said art form and me personally i want craft breweries to express their their vision their 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 own identity, their own viewpoint, as much as they possibly can. I mean, what do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about craft breweries expressing their identity through their beers, not worrying about trends, not worrying about fads, but really trying to push the envelope of styles in order to get the populace engaged? I think that's that's what the whole industry is about right now. You know, everybody putting their little little twist on on every style that they can. You know, they they've been Obviously, for how long, you know, we've been putting out or they've been putting out some great beers and now they're trying to switch it up, you know, because everybody wants to be unique. There's so much competition out there. So many people are brewing same styles. And and you know what? If, if you really think about it, when you go to different breweries, how many of these beers actually taste a lot alike? Right. You know, lot, as, as, you, as, as unique as you want to try to be, a lot of them are really almost hitting the same notes and the same flavors and aromas and all that. So now they're trying to expand it and, and make it more unique to them. And, you know, that's why, like, we, we've noticed for how many years certain breweries out here have certain flavors to a lot of their beers. And it's their uniqueness. That's what they're doing. Single cut. So let's How many times that. Ha- have that when but you drink their beers? They have that. Single that cut does. And I really. Fin back I, to I a certain extent. Sing, I enjoy what single cut does. Fin, fin back to a certain extent. And Big Alice too. And Big Alice as well. Right. And we were at Big Alice recently. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like we had a flight. And, and I feel like the basic foundation. Of to the, every to, beer. Of every beer. Despite the style. was identical. Right. And that's okay. That's okay. Because you're building off that. That's right. interesting to see where you can build off your base. But I'd like to see the envelope pushed further. Right. 
you know and and to me get creative with it let's see where we can go but to me that's what craft beer is about it's about creativity it's about and that's why when 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 listen there's many there's there's many beers I've had that I didn't like but I'm never going to hate on someone trying to create something right i might just say hey it didn't work for me my palate you know it just didn't work for me you know i'm not going to fucking go out on a can like obviously not off the mic you know, I'll be talking to you. Like, Yo, these motherfuckers is trash. Right. But I would never go out there and disparage someone for doing like create like trying to live out their vision. You know, and I want breweries to do that. That's what I want from right. craft beer. That's why it's That's, so fucking sexy, right? This it's, is it's different styles, the flavor profiles. You know. This is why you know I, I've I've always been a, a a big fan of Finback. Listen, in the beginning, shout out to Finback. They fucking the, queens holding it down. In the beginning, we weren't big. F- like lovers of Finback, you know. But you know what? A lot of people were on the Finback train early, and we and in we the weren't. very beginning we, we just didn't get it. We Mem- were like, remember they they made some like coconut fucking IPA yeah. or some shit early on, like some Miami Vice type shit. I forgot right. what it was called, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I call yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but lately, you know, obviously they've been putting out some great beers, and honestly, listen, I, I tell everybody, why 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 do we need to go? To Treehouse. Why do we need to go to fucking Trillium? We don't. Why do we need to go to fucking Maine to get some good beer? We don't. We we have some solid beers out here. And and, and Finback recently, a beer that I just had, uh, was it Songs of the Whales? Yes. And it was something that they brewed with cantaloupe. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a fan of cantaloupe. Personally, if you hand me a cantaloupe, I'll fucking throw it right back in your face. Oh, I love cantaloupe. But I'll eat it. in the beer... I'll eat most things, you though. You eat everything. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. heard. I eat those. So, but that beer... Was fucking amazing, Listen, dude. Finback for me went from like back in the day, years ago, to be like, it's okay. I don't, I, you know, I, I, I don't get the rage, but it's okay. Right. To like being one of the best breweries, not just in in the in Queens, in the fucking in state general. of New York, yeah. In the East in the Coast, North, Northeast, yeah. In the Northeast, like Finback, they've been killing it. Is fucking killing it. Yeah. Killing it, killing it, and they they've expanded. They're all over the world now. They're brew, they're doing brew like uh, uh, collabs. All these other breweries. Oh my god! In Germany and and their shit is the delicious. UK, everywhere, delicious. Yeah, they're making delicious. some killer ass beers. Shout out to everybody out there, Anthony. Um, Shout out to Finback. You, you treat us really well. I appreciate you. Thank you for for being a, a humble host. But you know, but they, they, there's just phenomenal beers everywhere. Especially for us, and, and, I, and I think a lot of it has to do with that, that style that's just evolved, with the New England style. It's like everywhere we go, it's like there's just always something new and something great. Yeah, right. And, and it, listen, like I understand, you know, a lot of people don't really get it. They don't get right. what's happening. And, yeah, and, no, and, I see that. I see and, it. And they, they want to be haters. And I was a hater with, with multiple things. You know, <laughs> I, I, I could have, you're right, he's laughing at me. You know, right. like uh, even you? music. Even music. Fuck you. you. Fuck you. Bro. You? But like you know, even for a long time, music you know. I'm like yo, P, it, you like this? Yo, fuck that, fuck this right. shit. You you bring something new to my face, and I'm like, eh, it's it's all right, right. it's all right, yeah. it's all right. And I feel like that's what's happening across the country with this style. It's, it's nobody's really embracing it, no one's appreciating it. It's, it but it, it's it's just because they're being a hater because they're so well, used to drinking what they fucking drink every day, and uh, and they just you know they they obviously love their breweries and they're maybe brewing. Um, West Coast styles all day or brewed IPAs all day and, and they're just they're right. sucking their brewery's dick. Yeah. But they're stop then they're stopping from really looking at what else is going on right. around the country right, and right, seeing right. that, that we we have so much great beer all over the place, man. And especially up here. Well, listen, man, I, I've I've been saying from from day one, like I respect what other half does. I respect what these brewers do, but I do not understand I do not understand waiting online for beer. No, I don't never. understand it. I'm sorry. I don't. There's so much Listen. like being in New York and not just in New York, but we're in New York. Being in New York, there's so much good beer. There's no reason to wait online. That Look, shit's ridiculous. You don't I need love to other half. I, lo- I love other half, but I'm not standing online half, but, but for fucking six listen, hours. If the option to get is four cans, yeah, right. And that doesn't happen anymore. They expanded. They they release more. But even back in the day, but when that it, happened before, like no. If the option is wait like overnight or just like get up early or just get up the next day and go to Strong Rope, I'll fucking go to Strong. <laughs> I'll go to Strong Rope because their shit is really good. But it's not just Strong. There's so many breweries that are so good in New York. 
the the whole notion of waiting on like that's just a fad. I feel like people did it because for the movie, and I'm not knocking people that did it. Like you love beer, you're that committed. That's cool. I get it. I just, I've never done it. I wouldn't I do would it. Never do the it. longest I've ever done it. I waited an hour online for um, a pile of crowns like a year ago. LIC beer project. LIC beer project, and and that beer was great. And I waited an hour, and you know, I, I talked to some people. I you know get a little flavor of the Listen, line. I mean, you, but it's, it's you, you, not, start, you start meeting people. That, I mean, you could do some beer trading while you're online and it, do all that good good shit. You don't like, have to. There's so there's right. such good beer, and even trading. You know, like I get trading, and we've talked about this on the show several times throughout the years. Trading is dope if it promotes beers, promotes breweries. That's really cool. My whole problem with it is. There's the time, there's the expense, and also how it's shipped. Like people aren't shipping beers cold, like right. the ice packs. There's no and ice shit. packs in my shit. And right. you don't know what fucking UPS or FedEx are doing with that you shit. You guys fucking playing hacky sack They're with your box. Fucking punting that Hi-oh. shit into the yeah. I, I like playing hacky sack <laughs> with a box. Hi oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, that's my problem with trading. And listen, I'm not against trading. I think trading's cool. If you could promote breweries, we can't get over here. Whatever. I think I feel breweries. One thing I would challenge breweries to do is figure out a better way to get their shit all over. Right. And I know that's difficult. I, I understand the variables. Especially with this style. That's the other thing. I, I understand the variables, but I feel like this is a capitalist society. You need to figure out how to go above and beyond. Right. Like I might sign like a selfish consumer, but you know, at the end of the day, selfish consumers dictate capitalism and capitalism is what rules this country. You want your shit to be the best it can be. You want your sh- you want to make as much money as you can. You need to figure out how to get your IPA, double IPA, Pilsner Port, whatever the fuck it is. You need to figure out how to get it out of your state. Right. You have to. Because and you can't get it just, here as fresh as possible, as fast as possible. Because you can't be a serious business if it's people trading shit illegally. Let's. I mean, that's what right. it is. Like it it's is. not legal. It's illegal. It, I mean, I mean, that's, that's, fa- I mean, that's fascism. <clears throat> I mean, fuck that. But the point is. Like that's why I respect Single Cut. They've made significant efforts in getting their shit out there. Right. And, These and, guys are in Japan. Yeah, overseas in Japan, politic and Bachan. Exactly. They're out there. <laughs> they're fucking out there, and that's fucking awesome. They're they're all over the East Coast, and more breweries need to do that. I feel like they, like you shouldn't need to tr- like. I guess there's like this this novelty behind it. Great example. Sip of Sunshine, right? Yep. Remember, remember back in the day? You could never find that Holy anywhere. shit. You get that shit, you're like, wow, I got some fucking Sip of Sunshine. Now, like, that's like, all right, there's Sip of Sunshine. Right, every bar I go to has Sip. Right. And it's and, and it's and it's still a really good beer. Right. And and look, I'll be honest. You know, you, you're going for these beers. You're hunting for them. It might detract slightly, but at the end of the day, you just want to drink the beer. Mm-hmm. And the beers should be available. They should be available easily, commercially. And I think that's the next, like... Maybe it's an unpopular opinion to say, but even more so than just inventing new styles, how about making the styles you have that are fucking great available outside your state? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like think about that. Think about how many great beers don't come to New York or any other state. Right. right? And, and how much, again, again, I understand there's logistics, there's money, there's capital. There's, there's a lot of shit that goes into this. I Listen, fully understand right. that. So, but beer needs to be available for everyone. So th- this this is where where I'm gonna counteract that because if if we go to our local beer distributor looking for some quality beer from the neighborhood, what do we always find? So the problem with the local beer distributors, and this is a huge fucking problem, huge, huge, right? Two problems, twofold. One. It's not cold. It's not cold storage. They do have some cold storage, right? But right. Not, but the majority, but majority of the, of the quality beer is sitting out at room temp. At room temp, and then the other. They're all the, fucking This shit is old. like three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How many beers do we find? So we recently went to the local distributor. I'm not going to shout them times. out. I'm not going to shout them out no. because you'll put them out of business. They're not in Flushing. How many fucking Queens? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. How many beers did we find from January? Right. February, March, right. March. We're talking IPAs, solid fucking beers. We're talking local we're, Queens breweries, not even ten miles away right. from the fucking these, place. These guys drop these off within twenty minutes. It's fucking ridiculous. And, and you're sitting on how many cans of this shit? And you think you're gonna like, sell it? At least who's gonna buy that shit? At least if people aren't buying it, fucking cold store it, right? Or put that shit at a discounted price. 
you know on what? Iraq. That's a great point because there's a spot I used to go to in Forest Hills, and uh, I don't know. I know we don't want to main, we don't want to name drop, but I will because I'm gonna fuck Mr. Vino and the dude who owns it is Greek. Man, you know I'm part Greek, so shout out to Greek dudes. But you fucking up because we go there. He's got the cold storage, which I respect, but the cans, the markup, holy shit. Some of these cans, you're paying for a single can anywhere from three, four, five, six, seven, eight dollars a fucking That's crazy. can. That's wild. And I guess it goes hold back to the whole thing. Okay, you should go to a brewery. But listen, look, you want to make craft beer. The, the greatest thing about craft beer and its appeal to people is this ingenuity, this creativity, this artistry. And and I get I know artistry shouldn't be for sale, but Artistry should be available to the masses. If you want your, your beer out there, people should be able to sample and taste it with ease because at the end of the day, that's what this is about. We love different styles. We love different beers. I don't care if it's a glitter beer or it's a pastry stout. If it's, a, I don't know, like a fucking dildo, LGBT, whatever <laughs> the fuck. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If it's good beer, I want to try it. Right. That's it. That's it at the end of the day, right? I'm going to try I mean, that, that dildo, LGBQ, whatever the L- fuck yeah, you just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pi times square, whatever. <laughs> right? I mean, you would drink that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll drink a dildo beer. Why not? I'll do that. If it's tasty? Why not? Shout out to the fucking trannies. <laughs> oh Listen, whoever makes good beer, the point is the beer should be accessible to everybody every person and it does, look again listen beer today beer tomorrow what are you gonna fuck you white you're black you got a beard you got a fucking dick you don't got a dick you got a fucking dildo. a dick and a fucking dildo <laughs> it doesn't matter what matters is the quality of the beer you are making <laughs> I'll you drink the t- shit out of your dildo beer bro all yo, day all fucking all day. day listen I've done worse <laughs> But the point so is... So I've heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty recently, too. <laughs> but the point is fucking make the beer, take the risk, take the chances, make it available. Be craft, creative, man. Do whatever you got to do. Craft beer will never die. So Ever. long as people Ever. want to and, be artistic, it'll never die. Every year it keeps growing. It keeps growing for a reason. Because yes. you know why? Because the consumers are becoming smarter. And they're really, they're finally realizing that there's actually something else out there besides Bud Light and Coors Light and Heineken and Corona. There's fucking beer out there that tastes great. It tastes great. It's semi-affordable. Got some decent alcohol. Right. right. And it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to knock the average person's socks off. And listen, and I haven't had... Those beers you just mentioned in a long time. I haven't had a, a, a fucking Heineken or Corona, but <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with having a kind of No, not right? at all. I mean, I, I mean, we had a barbecue recently. We, we had some Stella's thrown in there. I had and, a fucking know. bud for the first time in a year. Right. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. Craft beer demolishes these other beers and flavors. Oh, tenfold, yeah. But you, you drink what you like, and, and the whole point of craft beer is pushing the envelope. So I don't get... Like, shout out to Thrillers. Thrillers is dope. But I don't get an article about, like, oh, nine styles you don't want to have this year. Fuck that. I want to have every fucking style. Right. If it's good, if it's bad, if it's in between, I want to try it. And because you what? don't know. If, you don't if, know. If, if, if you don't like what you're drinking, do what I do. And brew your own shit. It's really not that there difficult. There you go. It's not there. that difficult. Listen, I, I was petrified in the beginning of, of even trying to do it. And then I went out, I bought some shitty homebrew equipment at first, and I started practicing. You just fucking do brewing it. Brewing extract styles, and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I want to like, make some better shit. Right. I bought some decent homebrew all-grain equipment. Speak and on I, it, kid. And I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm making some decent-ass beers right now. Yeah. You know, I put my shit out to contests. I've scored pretty decently in some of these. Haven't won anything yet. Yeah. Yet Humble being brag. the keyword. Shout out. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you had my fucking... My, uh, my weed ale today. You've had pretty much everything I made so far. I certainly know, and, have. And and honestly, like if, if I could sit here and make five gallons of beer for thirty to forty dollars, and have a shitload of beer to sit on and drink for a while, if I make a decent style, I'd rather fucking do that than drink a Bud Light or drink a Corona but or you drink a fucking Heineken. That 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 sparks like an interesting thought in my mind, right? Because it's another, and this is kind of controversial, and the brewers won't like this, but that's an interesting thought, right? Because craft beer, the markup is so much higher than 
the regular like standard AB, you right. know, and, you know, InBev, whatever fucking beers. And the craft brewers will argue like, well, there's so much more flavor, and I get that. But that's an interesting dynamic, right? It really isn't though. It, it it is interesting because I feel like I mean it's interesting. I'm saying like the the markup on it, they they they're they're raping people with certain styles. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just throwing it out there. The, certain the, styles, the craft beers, craft craft breweries are raping, are raping yes, you yes. on certain styles. Listen on on the on the IPAs and the New England styles. Like yes, there's going to be a markup and a half because hops are probably one of the most expensive commodity in that industry. Stouts, porters. You're getting sodomized. Right. But in, and I don't know why, because there's nothing much else that goes into that. My, a little well, bit of hops. You know why? A bunch of grains. I'll tell you why. My opinion why. High alcohol percentage, right, which is attractive to the masses, and brewers can hide all the mistakes in a dark beer. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of brewers fucking around with Pilsners because you cannot hide mistakes in a clear beer. Right. You can't. But a stout, well, you could be also, like, listen, this toasted marshmallow, funky nut, right, right, whatever. Right. I, got, I got some toasty notes. I got some toasty notes. Uh, just a little bit of marshmallow. Stay puffed in there. <laughs> you know? And it's like, you drink and you're like, okay, all right. You know? And don't get me wrong. I like stouts. I like stouts a lot. But you can hide shit in there. And there is a markup. And I understand that craft brewers have a harder time. And I don't mind paying the extra amount for better beer. But... I'll pay it all day. I don't care. I'll pay it all day, but you know, like, like at the end of the day, if for, for you want to, you want to reach the average person, right? You want to think about Middle America, right? We're not talking about New York, Middle America, Midwest. These people may not have, you know, they they may really want to pay four dollars for a four pack. No, yeah. hell no. And even, even I hate paying twenty dollars for a four pack. Some four packs are more than twenty dollars. Go to in New go York. to go to go to the fucking other half. You're paying twenty two, twenty four dollars for a four pack. See, to me that that bl- that's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, listen, like, I get it because I, from what I hear, they they no, they real they they super super dry hop their shit where they're putting in an extreme amount of hops. And, and like I said before, hops are probably one of the highest priced commodities in the industry. Yes. So I get it to an extent. But at some point, there's no need to add that many hops to your beer. Your beer's going to fucking taste and smell practically the same if you add a little bit less or a little bit more. It's all the same shit. You don't need to do all that. They do it for a reason, and it sells. But that's why I'd rather run to Finback for a $16 four-pack when their shit is just as solid, well, such, that, that, that's just what as I'm flavorful, so, let me so pose, much more aroma. Let me like, pose the question to you. Do you think other half being how popular, wildly popular, extremely popular that they have been, do you think they maybe at this point we've reached a point where maybe they've overstepped a little? Yeah, definitely. Be- because listen, like you said, I respect everything you just said about them and I respect everything that other half does. Huge respect. But when you're two, three, four, five dollars more than another brewery and you're only slightly better than that brewery, I mean, what's the justification there? Right. And we, I, and we, yo, listen, zero. beer today, beer tomorrow. We, 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 we're just having a conversation. We're talking about this. And, you know, it doesn't matter who we offend, but we're having an active, open conversation about beers, craft beer industry, how they're priced, what styles people like. And, you know, I, I to me personally, I think it's a fascinating, I think it's a fascinating discussion. I Listen, really, really do. I really, I, I enjoy all the half a lot. I think they make some amazing beers, but there's there's times where where I buy some of their beers and I can't believe how much I'm paying for them. Look, I'll say Not this to too. shit on them at all. I've never had they, another half beer I didn't like. Right, but you know, I mean, and look, I don't want to be like like fucking cheap you know whatever it is like it's a couple of bucks more but, but listen bro we're, we're living in new york city new york city the so, markup listen, is so high right. people need that money they're working hard for their money listen rent is not for, cheap out here bro we need uh, to we, we need to save two, as two much to, as we can two to six dollars for a four pack might go a long way you never know go a long way that's a pack of cigarettes out here you know what i'm saying like you know like i i i i, I love them I, I think they're one of the best breweries that i've ever fucking had a chance to experience but they they can be very pricey at times, and I would rather go to a local spot for me, which is Finback, or you know I'll go to Single Cut, I'll go to LIC, I'll go to Fifth Hammer, you know I'll pay eighteen twenty bucks tops for a four pack, 
I'll go to fucking Interboro and pay the same price. And Interboro is fucking killing it. Yo, shout I, out to Jesse, by the shout way. Shout out to Jesse. I love Jesse. Jesse's the man. Shout out to Interboro. Haven't been there in a while. I've heard, I've heard you know, some, some differing opinions, though. They've fallen off recently. from what I've heard. I've heard they've fallen off. And I, I honestly, when, when they first came out and we were first drinking the beers, I was like, yo, this is one of the hottest breweries in New York, no question. Mm-hmm. But I've heard... You know, I, we got to go back to be fair, but I've heard things from certain people that that some I've heard of, a lot some of complaints myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, but listen, but just from what we're talking about now, we're arguing about great breweries in we, New York I'm City. I'm like Sugar Shane Mosley, ain't no beef. But we're we're talking about it and we're we're bringing it up. There, there's really some amazing breweries out here that yeah. we are all enjoying, where we don't have to drive up north. To find some quality New England IPAs, we are we're, blessed. We're talking about some. We're right, blessed. We really in New York. are. We really are. Like, listen, th- how many breweries do we have out here right now? What I mean, in New York State, what are we saying? Four hundred was the number we looked at last time. Close, close to right. We're talking about yeah. in New York State, New York City. Obviously, not not the same, but no. we have a good amount of. But what we have in New York City is phenomenal. They're they're phenomenal. all producing some classic shit. Every single brewery in New York City has at least. A beer that you need to try if you like craft beer, no questions asked. And, and I, 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 and I, most of them have more than just one. I empower everybody that's listening to reach out. If you're not from out here, reach out and try to get some of the stuff that we just spoke about. Try to get some fucking other half. Obviously, try beer to today. get some Finback. Beer fin, tomorrow. I'm telling you, Finback is one of Facebook, the most underrated. Instagram. One of the most underrated Twitter. breweries. Out here, no, I mean, you need to try their shit because they will blow your motherfucking mind. They're Listen, that good for our, and we we have a few uh, international uh, listeners. We have quite a few international listeners. For you guys, you want to get your hands on single cut, you know, Finback, other half, uh, Innerborough, all these other breweries, you know, Fifth Hammer, whatever it may be. Hit us up. We would gladly send you guys some beer. Got you. Um. And if the UPS or, uh, you know, these other dudes are listening, fuck y'all. Um, but we will gladly send beer out to you guys, and you guys need to try this. Like, if you're in New York, just, just fucking go over there and, and go to these breweries. Support your local breweries. Support every single always, local always. brewery. And then we're all about Look, we may, have, we may not agree on all the styles. We may not agree on all the beers. We may even shit on some of the beers. We, we, we shit on some breweries in this very show. But at the end of the day, we support every single New York brewery because this is our home turf. This is where we're at. These are these breweries that, we, that, that are coming up in areas that we grew up in. We support them. And you know what? At the end of the day, we love beer. We love craft beer. We love interesting, imaginative styles. We support them. We don't always have to agree. It's like a dysfunctional family. Like you come with some shit, it's not correct. And we're gonna fucking tell you. That's what that that's how it is in Queens. That's what we do. That's how Queens does, Pete. That's I mean, tell me not, right? All day, every day, every day. And at the end of the day, though, if you're from New York, go to the breweries. If you haven't been to all of them, shame on you. But there's plenty of time to do so. If you're from out of state, out of country, let us know. We'll send you some shit. Just I mean, come we, to the boroughs. Check out what the fuck we have to offer. New York there's represents some amazing beers that you'll never really ever get anywhere else. You know, you, we just we have we have yeah, we got such the best water. We got the best water, and and that does that that helps us. Fight well. me, fight me. <laughs> There's such an eclectic collection of beers out here that you'll never get anywhere else, and and you'll you'll be surprised by what you taste everywhere you go. That's what she said. Hey oh, everywhere you go, there's going to be something great. Even you know, iconic opened up a new brewery. They're fucking making some interesting stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had that cucumber beer out there that one yes, day. Yes. Dude, like, that blew my mind. That blew my mind. It was fucking amazing. Yo, shout out. Shout out to Iconic, man. I really like what those dudes are doing. I really like the beers they come out with. I feel like they should have been further along in the process than what they are, but they did just open up their second location. You guys need AC in there in the summer. I'm Please. just saying that. I'm begging you. But I like a lot I really, really like what they're doing. That cucumber beer you're talking about, that, that was, was so solid. refreshing that and delicious. That was one of the best summer beers that I've ever had. Absolutely. No question. Yeah. No question. And plus, 
one of the one of the owner, the co-owners and brewers, Bruno Daddy. That's one of the best fucking beer names in yeah, the history. Bruno of beer. Daddy. Bruno, shout out to Bruno Daddy. Queen, yo, and you know what I love about Iconic? All three dudes, local Queens products. Right. Shout out to those and, dudes. And, and that's rare to find out here. With, with, They've been with, on the show too. And look, I'll shout out Iconic and Bridge and Tunnel every fucking day. I'll shout out every other brewery that makes good beer. You make good beer, I love you. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you do, who you fuck, what imaginary god you pray to. doesn't matter. I'll support you. But if you're from Queens and you're in Queens and you're doing shit, I just have that slightly yeah. little bit more love for you. Shout out Iconic. That's why I love Shout Rich. Shout out Bridgentano. That's why I love Rich. Rich is the man. Rich, yo. Straight out of Queens. Do it yourself, all motherfucker. Day, every day. The guy, the guy fucking pretty much built his brewery. Right. Shout out to his homeboy, hand. Mr. Clean, too. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, these dudes are putting it in. Shout out to these guys, man. Queens all day. So, you know, so we got some great stuff going on out here. You guys are going to check it out. I mean... You know, that's pretty much all I got to fucking say. I mean, that's really it. I hope you guys enjoyed our discussion about talking about, you know, where the craft beer industry is, where we think it's going. This is an open discussion. We want y'all to give us your opinion. Tell us what you think. You think we're fucking buffoons? Tell us. I mean, we'll fight you, but it's all good. Tell us what you think. (laughs) Tell us. We want to know if if you like us, you hate us, you agree, you disagree. All viewpoints are very, very welcome. And uh, shout out to the homie Beer Shark. He was talking about in the last episode, we said that like a lot of these people don't necessarily drink the way they drink in these shows. And he was like, yo, I drink three times that. I mean, I pray for you if you do that. But um, you know what I mean? Like have different opinions. Come at us with it. Let us know. And, and you know, we, we just because we you appreciate have, it all, man. You guys get hate. You can love. We love we, it. We, we, we want to hear it all. Yeah. We're not going to lick your ass if you comment. If we think your comment is stupid, we're going to be like, yo. Thank you for commenting, but your shit is stupid. But but still, we want you. We encourage it. We encourage that shit. I just want everybody to know that that we're, we're half a bottle of, of Bombay Sapphire Deep, um, plus a bunch of my home brews. I don't even at know least, how many of those. At least three drank. of those. Yeah, we're a bunch of those in. And and listen, we don't we don't really care what you think, but we care what you think. Right. Like, if you don't like us, cool. Don't listen. But if you like us, big respect. We really appreciate Much it. Much respect. Much I'm going to go Jamaican. Much respect. Much respect. Blocker. Blocker. Gunshot. <laughs> yes, Naya. More fire. All right. So, so, so that went south a lot faster than we thought. Yeah. But, you know. Word. Listen, this just came on, so you have, guys yeah. have a great night. We're about to ride out to this. Shout out for listening to the show. Check us out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow, Podbean, Instagram. Uh, you know, we're just some we're just some Queens kids who like that craft beer. So uh, if you like us, that's cool, man. We we love it. We want to hear what you're saying. We want to hear how you feel. You disagree, you agree. It doesn't matter, yo. It's all love. It's craft beer. You drink what you like. It don't matter. And let's just ride out to this shit. All right, beer today, beer tomorrow. We motherfucking back. You know what I'm saying? MCs act like they don't know. MCs act like they don't know. Act like you know.